0: You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at momentumaustralia.org. Well,
1: welcome to this week's show. Uh, it is Momentum with Tim and days and it's so good to have you tuning in, Des. How are you this week? You well? I'm
0: really, really good. I'm really in good form for an old bloke. I'm actually doing really well.
1: <laughs> Uh, We're going to do something a little different this week. We're going to get to that in just a moment, just to hang you in there and tease you for a moment. But uh, in the meantime, just pointing you towards our website, MomentumAustralia.org. You can find out a bit more about Momentum, the show, what we... Uh, hope to achieve through this show and lots of resources for you there to check out as well along your journey to help you on your journey. Uh, you can check out previous episodes of the show. And look, if you would like to financially support the show, we are a not-for-profit ministry. Any dollars towards keeping Momentum on the air all around Australia would be really, really welcome. That's MomentumAustralia.org. Back to this week though, days we're doing something a little different. Uh, and this was kind of like your idea. So tell us a little bit about uh, what we're going to do this week.
0: Uh, Every week we normally have a guest on and the guest is a subject matter expert in an area that we're talking about in that particular week. And so this week we thought, you know, Tim and I have uh, lots of runs on the boards in different ways, some good and some not so good. (laughs) (laughs) And so we thought we'd take this random opportunity to just talk between ourselves about an issue that may be of interest. And what I'd like to say up front is if, if you can have any issue non-controversial particularly Mm. but an issue that you'd like us to discuss between ourselves um, please let us know via the website um, or send an email to des at momentomaustria.org and we will take up that subject and uh, research it and we will have a discussion about it but we're just going to break our year of broadcasting with the show so Mm. How does that sound,
1: Tim? Look, I'm loving this. Uh, Hopefully the listener will too. Hopefully you will because we're going to launch into a discussion just between Des and I. And we have some pretty strong feelings about what we're about to talk about. In fact, it's kind of like the bread and butter of momentum, really, um, which is, uh, you know, for for Des and I, a big key as to why we decided to put momentum together, aside from something that we felt was uh, from above. But there was a personal conviction for both of us around this this sense of men and church. And that's our topic today, men and church. And so we're going to just uncover that a little bit. And if you are of faith, stay tuned because I think this will be interesting for you. And if you're not, um, that's okay too. I mean, you might get something from this as well around something that you have perhaps experienced if you've been to church as a one-off, you know, Easter, Christmas, those sorts of things. But just this whole sense of men and church, how does it affect us? Why does it affect us the way it does and of course, we will not just gonna explore the topic. Days but we'll come back in the second half, and we will actually bring some bullet points of things and keys and things that we can all do to help this relationship improve.
0: Yes, absolutely. And just to set the scene, you know, we're we're not about bashing churches. Hmm. No, that's hmm. that's not our agenda at all. It's very obvious that We want churches to grow and be successful and and reach people and help men in particular do life well. But we know from history that the many, many churches in, you know, that I've been to, that Tim's been to, they, you mean, the idea of a men's ministry is, you know, let the guys get together for breakfast once a month and let them, you know, get somebody to preach to them. And, and that's the end of it. Mm. there is no deliberate, um, emphatic God led ministry. To help men do life better, and that's you know that's what momentum is all about, and so you know it is our view I think that you know churches need to understand the importance of men in the church world. Not only that, but understand the impact of a man coming to Christ over his whole family, hmm. uh, and I'll maybe talk about that in a in a few minutes.
1: Okay, well let's start off, Des. Um, some of the reasons why men who Love the Lord, they believe in God, they have a faith, but they don't go to church. In your experience, why do you think that is?
0: Just to backtrack a little bit, not only is it Christian men who don't go to church, but why would men, why do they not want to go to church? Mm. You know, even if like an, an, un, an unsaved person, someone who doesn't know Christ, why is there not something about church that attracts them? Because it should. Right? Mm. Because we, you know, because God is such an amazing. Lord, Lord and Saviour, and, you know, we, we love him, and you know, we want all the men to reach it. But just to answer your question, you know, ch- churches traditionally, if you, you think back to the old, you know, Church of England-type churches, or uh Leakin churches, or Uniting Church, or whatever, Presbyterian, whatever it happens to be, you know, they had flowers in the pulpit, they had, you know, the hymns that sort of were very um, loving, and so forth. And men at their root, Would not find that attractive. There's nothing in men's DNA that says, Wow, I need a bit of that.
1: They had lovely flowers at church today. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Exactly right. Exactly
0: right. And, you know, hymn books and prayer books and all that, that that whole world. Um, now, Now, having said that, you know, you can have all those things if you want, but. You need to have something that makes men feel like men in a church context.
1: Mm.
0: You know, so the vocabulary has to change. Um, the words we use has to change. You know, if you do talk to a man about falling in love with another man.
1: I.e. Jesus. As
0: as in Jesus. Well, you yeah, know, men not not necessarily comfortable with that. Mm. I understand the principle, and we love Jesus, absolutely, because he's our Lord and Savior, but... Yeah, the wording is
1: interesting. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the wording, because you've used that a couple of times. So, I mean, you know, anyone who's been around church circles for any length of time will have heard the the term Christianese. And this is is the, the vocabulary that we can sometimes use in church, and it's very spiritually it's not kind of everyday language it's almost like a language of its own within the church to some degree and i suppose as well if you want to look at it it can have a feminine kind of slant on it right
0: yes no absolutely and you know and terms like um i mean just getting out of the, the men's sphere for a minute but just people who come walk into a church and they hear you know about the lamb of god and they hear about you know all, all those sort of phrases and they say what on earth is that about Mm. you know and so but but in in the case of men you know it's there are you know the the whole principle of love and you know caring and all those things are are great but they don't necessarily sit comfortably with with where men are at right
1: so overall overall you're saying uh, and i would have to agree with you that church i suppose has uh, a tendency towards emotive it's more relate relatable i suppose for females being more emotive and relational in general per se. We're not wanna tar everybody with the same brush. But I mean that why females are wired more for relationship and that generally than yeah. men are. And so if a men to step in that environment, I suppose, is already going to make them feel a little kind of like, oh, this doesn't feel like very manly. It doesn't feel very comfortable for me. Um let's talk about, I suppose, some of the ways that in the past as well, church has dealt with certain things relating to Well, we're talking to men in particular, but the way that the church has dealt with um, sin or things happening in men's lives, for example. And do you think also that there could be something that men feel shame around some of the things that they might be doing in their life? Or they, you know, have been to church and something happened and they kind of got a bit of a cold shoulder because the church didn't agree with it or some Like, do you think there's some of that attached to this, days? Yes,
0: there's all of that um, <laughs> okay. there's all, there's absolutely all of it. i mean i I grew up in a in a church in Ireland, and I'm not gonna mention the church because you know maybe some people listening know the church, but I can honestly say that in all the time that I went to the church from zero to seventeen or whatever it was, I never saw the elders smile wow, yeah you know, they were they were sour, they were grumpy, they were you know authoritarian, they were autocratic, they were. Uh, judgmental and you know just amazing in some ways you know what on earth would attract a man to go into that sort of environment hmm. you know and and also you know, you look at the church even today and you say you know, you know that the, they give the announcements out that in the church um platform and the pastor's up there and he says you know on monday night we've got our prayer meeting and on Wednesday night, we've got our women's social group uh, at lunchtime. And then we have, you know, a women's Bible study on Thursday night. And then we've got the youth ministry on Friday night. And by the way, we've got kids ministry for every service in the story. Right. You know, most churches don't emphasize or, you know, even the church I attend now, they do have men's breakfast um, every other week, but it's never Hmm. mentioned from the platform. You know, right. unless they get the men get a text message during the week, they wouldn't know. Right. And so, um, yeah, look th- there's lots of stuff that, that that hampers the relationships with you know, between men and church.
1: You're listening to Momentum, it is Tim and Days and we're doing something different this week. It's just Des and I having a conversation around men in church, in case you didn't pick that up. Um, the <laughs> okay. website, by the way, momentumaustralia.org, you can find out a bit more about what we're doing here. And let's just reiterate, we're not bagging out church today. What we are doing is highlighting what seems to be a significant problem in most churches, and that is that men men, and men's ministry can often get forgotten about. And Des, you mentioned there a very key one, that even if there is a men's ministry, it's not necessarily promoted from the platform. So let's talk about that. What why is that? Why is it that you think churches in general don't put importance on men's ministry, but then certainly don't seem to be advertising it? Because the reality is, we as men are called to be the spiritual head of the home, mm-hmm. and there is such a power in our life when we step into our identity, when we step Great. into our role as a husband and a father and the head of the the head of the yeah. home in a in a proper way, right? That can influence the family, and yet. Why isn't the church, I suppose, equipping, and empowering, and helping men in this? Or are they, but it's just not enough? What What are your thoughts around that?
0: Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I mean, if you were to look at any church today and you would say, who is the target market for that church, any church? Uh, and I would put it to you that if you analysed each of the churches, that you know, any church that you may belong to, it, it is they're they're aimed at attracting youth and attack uh, attracting females women hmm. uh, young, hmm. young 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 mothers etc right but let me give you a statistic and it comes out of the u s but it's certain and it's relevant here if a child comes to Christ the likelihood of that whole family finding faith is about thirteen percent and that that mm-hmm. sort of makes sense because the child doesn't have so much influence if a wife mother comes to christ the likelihood of that family coming to christ rises significantly to about 37 percent, which is amazing i hmm. mean like one in hmm. three the whole family comes to christ um yeah however if a husband and a father come to christ the likelihood of that whole family coming to christ rises to 87 percent. wow and so if you were marketing a church and you knew how to do it where would your target market be
1: yeah, well, you be aiming for men. Correct. If you're going, if you're going for the family, then you would be aiming for the man, right?
0: Correct. Correct. So, I mean, it's those fundamental things, and 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 the churches aren't aimed at doing that. So, it, I mean, you really do need a revolution in the church world to mm. rethink what they're doing. And certainly, the mm. churches, you know, in this space, looking at you know the power of the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit is doing, and this, you know, this, there's a whole range of spectrum in terms of where that sits but Hmm. you know from a practical outreach perspective you know go for the men
1: let's talk about men in general and this is a very generalised statement of course there's going to be extremes to this and i would probably say that i'm not a typical male at all as in i'm perhaps a bit more sensitive, a little bit more creative. I don't like earthy things like fishing and being outdoors particularly. Uh, And I know that we generally tend to associate those things with men. Um, They like activities, you know, they like getting outdoors and getting, you know, in the dirt and doing those sorts of things. That's not me, I'm much more musical and creative and artistic. But that said, I like to ride motorbikes and get out in in nature that way. (laughs) But but let's talk about men in general and, and some of the ways then I suppose that, you know, we can highlight um what might appeal to men so yeah. we, i mean men are doers traditionally we like to achieve we like to yeah. fix problems yeah that, that's one of the things we do we, we do like as much as we're not necessarily wired for a relationship like women are i i have found a place in my life and i know you have days too where having good friendships in my life is absolutely imperative as a man, and as a as a father, and as a you know husband, like it's imperative to have those sorts of relationships. And yet, ideally, uh, rather ironically, men don't necessarily like small talk, so it can be hard to build those sorts of relationships.
0: No, that's that's totally right. And there's another interesting statistic. Um, uh, and psychologists have you know, studied this over time. But if you get two men who are facing each other, the likelihood of them having a deep conversation is next to zero <laughs> right whereas if they're standing side by side uh, like fishing i use that as an example side by right. side they actually do start to talk about their world right because they're not they don't feel the confrontation of you know an, another guy so the likes of going hiking or going motor, motorbike riding or something like that or you know whatever it is uh, where you're just you're not in an intense one-on-one sort of frame hmm. actually it does help conversation Uh, But 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 like you said, it's about you know, and we put it put it on this show all the time. It's about camaraderie. It's about friendship. It's about finding you know at least one person that you can be open with and honest with. And you even if you're struggling with something, to have a man you trust to to listen and not be judgmental, and you know, and and you can confide in that person Mm. is. Brilliant. It's it's paramount, in fact, yeah. in any man's life. So best to do that when you're and we've said this in momentum before. Best to do that when you're not in strife. Yes. Before you get into strife. Yes. Because at least that you have that person to fall back on and talk to. Yeah. But yes, absolutely. Men struggle with it. Um but I but what we found um, in one of the churches I was involved in men's ministry, we found that if you can, you know, create an atmosphere where men, you know, can sit and talk and you know whether it will be a barbecue or whatever it happens to be, mm. um, it, you know, often our relationship will find itself rooted there and that then leads to a much deeper conversation and a much deeper, deeper friendship.
1: Okay. Well, let's take a short break and let's come back and look at some of the ways that churches can do that, but also we as men can do that how can we start doing that how can we start building those deeper relationships and building those connections which are absolutely imperative in the meantime we'll point you to the website once again momentumaustralia.org, and you can find out a bit more about the show what we hope to achieve have a listen to some of the other episodes as well and uh, perhaps give us some support as well to keep momentum on there all around australia so wherever you are tuning in we appreciate you tuning in stay tuned for part two of this week's show it's coming up for you in just a tick Welcome back to Momentum all around Australia and wherever you are. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in and uh, spending some time with uh, myself and Des. And we're doing something a little different this week. Uh, Des and I just having a banter between the two of us about uh, men and church. And Des, um, before we launch any further, just, why don't you just recap, um, I suppose, some of the, the the main points, the bullet points from the first part of the show.
0: Oh, look, you know, we, we're just talking about... Um you know why men don't feel engaged in church world. You know why, you know, is churches being driven, you know, in, in a feminine way, uh, and men aren't given the encouragement and support and so forth that they really do need in in today's world. And so you know, men are not comfortable in in church. They're not comfortable with the you know the language that's used. They're not um they're not comfortable with you know raising their hands necessarily or showing emotions. Um, a, a lot of men don't feel they're worthy uh, in the church world, um, and and also you know they have you know, things in their life they're not proud of, and so they having to deal with with those things personally because they don't see an avenue for them to reach out to somebody to say, "Hey guys, I need help," and hmm. and in that situation it leads to depression, it leads to ultimately to suicide, because hmm. you know because there's men in the Christian context, and I know them, knew knew them who, you know, were involved in church, who took their lives. Mm. Why? Because they were Mm. connected the way they needed to be connected. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was a good discussion earlier on in the last session.
1: Let's just continue on that. But before I do, let's just also say that we are, we're not here to bag the church this week. That's not what we're doing. We're just highlighting what we think is an issue in church that perhaps needs to be looked at and addressed. And, um, you know, not that we have the answers, but we've got some solutions in just a moment. But there's, let's talk about that because, I mean, the reality is that it's a bit of a two-way street, right? I mean, men do need to reach out. We can't we can't preempt where men are and where they're at in their headspace. We can ask and we can inquire and whatnot, but the reality is until they come forward to someone and say, look, I'm really struggling, there's only so much that we know about what's happening in their life, right? So the emphasis is on us to some degree, but then let's talk about the church because, and look, I have seen this too, and I'm sure you have over the years, this idea of the, the, the culture of the church where... You know, we, we come together on a Sunday, let's say for most of us, it's a Sunday morning, and, you know, we rock up for a couple of hours. And to some degree, there isn't an opportunity for us to be able to talk honestly about what's happening in our life. And and look, there's wisdom around that too, because we don't want to air our, air our dirty laundry to everybody. But to create a safe place where we can actually say, look, I, I love Jesus, I'm a man of God, I, I pray and I have a relationship with the Lord, but I'm still struggling with X, Y, Z. Yeah. And sometimes I think the church, the, the way that they haven't handled that well in the past, has shut men down to go, well, this isn't a safe space for me to be able mm. to talk about this stuff. Because then I feel the judgment of the church, or I feel ostracized, or, you know, we, we feel the withdrawing of the church. Or you just need to kind of go over yeah. there a little bit and sort yourself out. Yeah. So let's, just speak into that space for me, because I think it is a two-way street.
0: Well, let, let's, give a, let's give a practical example. So I'm, I'm going to my local church, doesn't matter what the label is on the door, and I am struggling with pornography, let's say. Right. Um, and so I go along to my church every Sunday with my wife and family. There is no context in that Sunday morning, like you already said, where I can unburden where my head is at in that space. Ain't gonna happen. Hmm. But the church has connect groups. Church connect groups are brilliant because they study the Bible and they, they create, you know, relationships. And, but I'm not going to talk about pornography in a, a connect group where my wife mm. is is in or somebody else's yeah. wife is there because they're going to be judgmental and it wouldn't feel comfortable. So where do I go to express well, that? My answer is I don't have anywhere else in church I can go. If I go to a mm. men's barbecue, you know, there's dozens of men sitting around me, you know, And so the importance of um, identifying levers that men can use in the church context is key. And so what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is, by all means, have connect groups for men, but understand there has to be in that framework somewhere where I can get alongside my mate Tim, and I can say, Tim, I love you, mate. I trust you. Can I unburden myself to you? Can I be open and honest to you about something Mm -hmm. I'm struggling with? And yeah. then, of course, you know, there's an alliance on you then to, you know, so into my world and understand and be not judgmental and help me describe what what's going on in my world.
1: Yeah. So as much as that's you reaching out Days, because there isn't a space at this moment in time, what emphasis then do you think is on the church to – help create those pockets of safety for men?
0: Yeah, look, I think there's there's lots of things. I think I think the profile of men's ministry needs to rise exponentially. So, you know, a, a men's connect group or a men's social group or a men's motorcycle group or whatever is, you know, is the instrument through which men get together, hmm. you know? And, and then we, we, I guess one of the key things, Tim, is we need to be deliberate. We as men, as men who lead men's ministry, and anybody who's listening to this, who's a leader in, you know, an elder in a church or a leader of a men's ministry in a church, we have to be deliberate about reaching the men in our world, you know, and, and get them to be deliberate about reaching the men in their world. That's what discipleship is all about. It's about, yeah. it's about me talking to you, you talking to you people you know, and so forth, and, and that way we reach loads of people. You know, Mm. so, so for example, where I was leading men's ministry in a church in Queensland, you know, we started off with a barbecue, right. And we got, you know, maybe 10, 15 people. And we thought that was great. It was on every fortnight and, and somebody gave a a word of encouragement or whatever, and it was great. But, but we quickly realized there was so many men we were missing, Mm. right? And, and we got to the point where we had a fishing group and the fishing group had 105 men in the fishing group. Wow. And, on, and only five of them were Christians. It was an outreach. Wow. <laughs> now that, that's the goal. That's absolutely the goal because yeah. not only are we reaching your men, they're standing side by side, we talked about earlier, mm. but yeah. also they're non-Christians and they're saying, why are you, you know, providing bait and fishing roads and stuff for us to come and fish? Why are you doing that? Wow. Mm. What an example, what an opportunity. Right. Yeah, to talk about Christ and talk about a relationship with Christ and salvation and, and the work of the Holy Spirit and church and and mm. the rest.
1: Yeah. So being intentional is key, right? Yeah, totally. And I think we can all attest to that. Being deliberate, being intentional uh, in any area of your life, but specifically when it comes to this for men to reach out and, and build relationship and get you know people around them. But let, let's then talk about back to the church to go, what about their role in equipping men, Right. Because we talked about before and you gave us the stats if a man comes to faith it was something like 80 87 yeah, or something yeah right then that means um his family is is going to follow yes right so so he is a key in in the in the whole process for his whole family and his role in the family is important and yet sometimes it can seem that again with the lack of men's ministry in general but speaking into this space directly for men helping them understand their identity helping them understand the role as the head of the home training them and equipping them into what that means to to you know be a good husband and to lead their children in the things of the Bible and things like that yeah how can the church perhaps improve in this area oh yeah in, in every way really Tim
0: you know and, and again let me just say you know the church is brilliant in lots of ways and does lots of great things but in this area the majority are you know. Uh, they could do better, let's put it that way. You know, mm. if uh, I think um, the pastor of a church is responsible for not only teaching the word of God, but also discipling the people in the church, male and female. And mm. the female thing hap- seems to happen well in itself because women get together and do women's groups and they, you know, do what they do. And, you know, and and, and let me use Hillsong as an example. You know, they have Sisterhood, which is huge. You're influencing mm. thousands and thousands of women. And, you know, they, they preach the word and it's, and it's fantastic. But there's none of that for men, right? There's no man, manhood, you know, there's just sisterhood. And so you know, there needs to be a vehicle somewhere in the church setting, whether it be in a Sunday morning or maybe, you know, I don't know, you know each church is different and their environment is different, but an, a, a place where men can go and learn how to be real men how to be real dads? How to be um, disciples? How to lead other people to Christ? How to work in the church in a, you know, a, a caring way for other men?
1: I mean, you mentioned connect groups before, days and the fact that you know if you were struggling with something that was perhaps a little sensitive, let's say that, you know, and you go to a multi-gender connect group. The reality is you're not going to bear that stuff in front of those sorts of people. And so when it comes to a connect group specifically for men, then there should be, I suppose, this, um, and I say should, maybe that's not the right word, but but you would like to think that then if, if it's all men and it's all blokes, then that is a perfect opportunity for us to offload some of this stuff that in other areas of the church that happens Monday to Saturday, you know, outside the church walls, the connect groups, the prayer meetings, those sorts of things. This would be a great opportunity for men to start offloading that stuff and get some prayer support around.
0: Yeah, and it it comes back down to the church being deliberate about men's ministry. It comes down to whenever they are deliberate about men's ministry, making sure that even though they have a barbecue, make sure there's an opportunity that the core team, whoever is in that core team for that ministry, see their role as to engage with men and make sure they get connected, not necessarily with themselves, but with other men. Um, And I have a whole process of encouragement and uh, discipleship leadership um, sessions to help men grow in every area of their lives.
1: Yeah you're listening to momentum it is all around australia it is uh, tim and Dave's with you we, we don't have an expert with us this week it's uh us having an honest conversation around men in church and again we're not bagging out the church just bringing this to your attention we th- it's a topic that really has uh birthed momentum to be honest because yep. we have seen some of the struggles that men have had in church and this is Birth the frustration in Des and I to go, hey, we like to provide some degree of a solution. And hence, this is why you're listening to Momentum today. Des, we've put a, a fair bit of emphasis there in the second part of the show on the church and what they can do to improve. Let's take responsibility now as individuals, right? So you, I, the men listening, what can we do, right? How can we challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and so that we can build connection with other guys, we can, um, you know, start having those safe spaces, those conversations that we need to, you know, what are some of the things that we can practically do on the day to day, week to week, month by month basis, where we are stepping out and perhaps being a solution to the problem that we're discussing.
0: And, you know, Tim, it comes back to what we talked about before about being deliberate. You know, so you come to church on a Sunday morning. Why do you come to church? What is your aim? I would suggest that for men, the aim is to reach other men in the church. Yes, you can have a conversation with good, close friends, but you see a man walk into your church who doesn't seem to be connected, leave your friends. You can go back to them later. Talk to this guy. This guy could be somebody who's going to reach a thousand men. You don't know, right? But it's our responsibility to reach that one.
1: Can I also say, and you've had this experience too, this guy could be a guy that might be about to take his life and yes. just needs someone yes yes absolutely in fact i was listening to a podcast this morning and um it was a guy who was saying that uh he he's an, he loves to encourage he's a christian he mm-hmm. loves to encourage mm-hmm. and he said so every day i send out a text message to three male people i've got on my phone and mm. you know it's generally, a, oh, who do I feel on my heart today? Mm. And and he said just a, just a word of encouragement. And he said, but every day there's three people that he does that to. And he said there was one guy who was uh, who messaged him, uh, and he was like, hey mate, you know, um, I just I just need a catch up. Are, are you free? And he was like, look, he was going through a busy period of like, I'm sorry, I can't do this week. The next week he got a, a message from this guy again. Look, can you do? That? And he's like, I'm really sorry. Da, da, da. Well, the, the following week, the third week, was this other guy's birthday. And the guy actually ended up taking his life on this birthday. And so this guy then, to some degree, is like, well, I, I wasn't responsible for that. But, but if I'd made time, yeah, would that have changed the outcome?
0: Yeah, that t- totally, 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 totally. You know, and um, if we don't reach other men as Christians in our walk, who's going to do it? Mm. I felt God speak that to me just after I became a Christian. If you don't reach those people, that drive, bus driver, who's mm. going to reach that bus driver if you don't? Who is? And it's and it's true, and it's hurtful, and it's hard, you know. But um, I have a dear friend who lives in Port Macquarie, and I'll, I'll mention his name. His name's Kevin Young, and Kevin is an amazing Christian guy, and he uses every opportunity to Mm. reach people for Christ. Now, his story is interesting and it gives him an opportunity. His son, who was a Christian, was taken by a shark. Wow. And so he went through the trauma of that. But he now uses that and and talks about love and life TV. And he interviews people about what love is. Mm. And he uses the context of his son. Now, he's deliberate. He, He does it every day because he understands that life is short And he has an obligation because of his calling and Mm. because of his love for his Savior to reach people. Mm. I challenge me, Tim, I challenge you. I challenge all the men listening here. What are we doing? What do we Mm. do on a Sunday when we come to church? What do we do in our workplace when somebody is unhappy? Mm. Do we go over to them?
1: So look, let's let's wrap this up, Des. Some, Some simple things that we can do Uh, as men to reach out and and help this to happen. Seek other men in church to connect with. We've talked about that. We've talked about getting a part of a men's social group. Um, That is as much for your benefit as it is for others, whether it's a walking group, a hiking group, a cycling group, gym, golf, motorbikes, whatever it works for you, whatever your passion is. If there's a group that you can join, join it. And if not, maybe think about setting up a group and, be, and, yeah. and, you know, if there's something that you can say, Hey, there's three or four guys who have got a similar interest, start a group. Um, one of the things we haven't talked about, and there's a couple of things outside of church, but there are Christian events like an XCC, which was, um, extreme character challenge, which is run, I've done a rites of passage and I've, I have found those sorts of things as well, just help you to understand your backstory, your identity a bit more, and they're challenging, for sure, but it certainly gives you a different perspective of life. And as you said, Des, um the final thing we will leave you with is don't don't think that somebody else is going to do it, right? Why don't you take initiative and be the person to reach out to others? Instead of waiting for your phone to ring or message, why don't you take responsibility and go, you know what, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to build relationships with guys in my church, primarily because I need it, but they probably need it too.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's so, so important, Tim. And if that's the one message that people take, it is that be deliberate about reaching the men in your world. That's right. just a quick funny story. I went to church just because I was in the wrong place at the wrong time for eight <laughs> weeks in a row. And in those eight weeks, nobody said hello because I was an older male and nobody wanted to come and say hello. Eight weeks, including the pastor. So... Yeah. Wow. Well, how, how's that going to work?
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs>
0: yeah, amazing.
1: Amazing! All right well look that is that is today's discussion it's been men at church it's been Tim and days having that discussion look hopefully some of that has resonated with you again we we haven't aimed to bag the church out this week we just want to highlight a problem uh, and to be honest man we can be a part of that solution and that is getting connected uh, and that's really the core message for momentum with with des and i is that men have conversations we get connected and we start doing life together momentum is our website you can find more about the show there previous episodes of the show there. And again, as I said before, if you'd like to financially support Momentum and keep us on the air all around Australia, we would love that, primarily because you are impacting other men's lives by doing that so that the show can continue to talk about topics like we have today and help men and equip them to do life better and succeed in life. And that's what we aim to do. Des, it's been a real joy having you here, man. Thanks so much for your, uh, your comments today.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been a great conversation. It's really good. And hopefully men will you know tune in, recognize the need and Change what they do.
1: Yeah, and pick it up. Be intentional with that. MomentumAustralia.org is the website. Check it out. And we'll catch you next week wherever you are around Australia for Momentum. You take care. God bless you.
0: You've been listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in
1: touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum.